Stephen, I've got the weight of the world of supporting You Can't Disappoint a podcast on my shoulders, and I thought maybe, just maybe, to lighten the load on my back, we could give our fellow listeners and enjoyers of You Can't Disappoint a podcast some ways to help us out. What do you think? Well, I'm not normally in the habit of lightening the load on your back, but, you know, if people want to help us, they sure can. How can they do that, Zach? The first way is to support us on Patreon. If you like what we do here and want to help us take it further and get all kinds of extra content, give us money at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. If you don't want to bear the brunt of our debt, you can appreciate the fruit that we bear to you by going and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Yelp, Google Chrome podcast <laughs> reviewer or whatever you can. And that's going to help us get seen. And the more people see us, the more that we want to be seen and the more that we see you. You can also hang out with us on social media every week over on Facebook, Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast, and Twitter at You Can't Disappoint. Also, go ahead and give a subscribe and thumbs up to our YouTube channel where we also post the podcast every week. If you want to hold our hands as we walk down this community memory lane, you should shoot us an email over at Can't Disappoint Podcast at gmail.com. You can send us your MVP, your favorite funniest moment, and trivia for the episode we're about to record, and we'll read it live on the air. Yeah, we don't do the show live, but nice try, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for supporting us, and let's get into this week's podcast. Aved, we're sorry. We haven't been supporting you, and we haven't been honest with ourselves. Dr. Heidi, something weird is going on with that school. Aved doesn't need to be here. We need to be there. But there is no there. That's the problem. That's why we have to go back. No, you can't go back to Greendale. Why? Because it isn't healthy? Because it doesn't exist. Park by a meter. Have y'all parked by a meter? I regret to inform you, listening audience, that I'm a little snacky today, so I think this is going to be the podcast where you hear me munching and crunching on my traditional bold party blend Chex Mix all throughout today's program. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Choo-choo, all aboard the snack train. Do you like Chex Mix? Are you a... I love you, Chex Mix. you get Chexy? you get it Chexy up in here? I do, but I'm going to be honest with you. Uh -huh. I am a big fan of the original flavor Chex Mix. I think that's where it's at. The little pieces of red chips. The I think once I went bold, it, it makes it taste boring to me because the bold isn't like some crazy wild flavor. It's just got a little extra salmon, you know? Does, it, does it have salmon. the little bread chips, though? Yeah, of course. What it's fucking Chex Mix. Why else the would I get one it? The doesn't have the 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 Why el chips. The, the, the rye chips, Stephen. We're man of we're we're men of culture. Ah, the rye. The rye chips are the best part of the Chex Mix. Welcome to the program, everyone. We're glad you found us. I hope you're well. You can't disappoint a podcast. We're really close to wrapping up season three of this thing. Our flight has almost reached the the destination, which is three strip. more seasons of this yeah. show. Which I'm excited for. Well, this Do you is almost think, the Zach, end. That yeah. By the time, let's let's make a prediction here, okay. Zach. We should have done this like halfway through the show. Sure. But do you think that there will be like an official movie announcement before we finish season six? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um. Yeah, I 
Look, I was very much active in the community fan base during those seasons, and even then, as much as I was like, let's keep this show going as long as it can, I've never really felt like community, like how would they transfer it to a movie? Community is so many things, and at the heart of it, it's a sitcom, and I think it's a TV show. It's hard for me to see it as the movie. I felt the same way when it was like, before they did the Netflix seasons of Arrested Development, it was going sure. to be a movie. And I don't, that always felt kind of weird to me. I don't know. Yeah. Now, that, that's going to give me hate because as soon as they announce it, because everyone said they want to do it and Dan, Dan has talked about it and he's the important one to, mm-hmm. to get to say I want to do it. When If they announce it, I'll be just as excited as everyone else and I'm sure I'll love it. But yeah, I think Community is the six seasons and I think it ended perfectly. And uh, I think... I think how active the fan base still is and that things like this podcast and all of the podcasts are still happening kind of is the movie. Like, Community lives on. It's not a show that's going to be forgotten. That's the movie. That's the movie. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the program. I'm Zach, and who's ready for some podcasting? (laughs) Uh, Hi. I'm ready for some podcasting, Zach. I'm Steven, and I will not tolerate clowning. There's one every year. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. It's been a stressful couple of days, but I'm kind of like riding an energy high that I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm pushing into this podcast now, and I I think it bodes well for the That's next good. hour and thirty to fifty minutes. Sure, sure. What's been what's 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 got you stressed, buddy? What's what's got them shoulders up by your ears? How can we get those bad boys down by your hips? Okay, so last night was a nightmare. Uh, Lily and I were driving and hit a deer, and that could be bad. And there was no avoiding it. It like darted right in front of me. But all things considered, even though it was very jarring. Uh, Lily and I didn't get hurt at all, and we were able to drive my car away from it and home. Now, there are parts of my car that are, like, disintegrated, but uh, we were safe, and we got home safe, and now I have to deal with not having a car, but I'm used to that. I'm a pro at my car being broken, and uh, yeah, I have to deal with insurance for the first time in my life, but whatever. That was last night, like, kind of late, and oof. It was scary. Well, thank God I was safely strapped into my car seat in the back. Um, <laughs> so I, I was safe, too. My last words is I'm being hooved <laughs> to death by the deer <laughs> who's mad that we've run over it. Are this is Steven. Make an episode of the podcast in my memory for social media clout. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I bet I can get. Oh, who do you think I can get from the show if you die? You'll get a retweet from Ken for sure. <laughs> Sweet, worth it. Maybe Chevy. Maybe. There we go. He'll be so. Who? <laughs> My new co-host will. We're really be sorry Chevy about Chase. your friend Jerry. Uh, I hope they get well soon. <laughs> and then a couple of racial expletives. Sorry for your boyfriend's death, Stefan. Uh, but. Fletch lives on (laughs) in all of us. This is a good transition. Let's talk about the television program community. Uh, Today we're here to talk about season three, episode 19. It's curriculum unavailable. Yet another episode that's kind of continuing this narrative thread the show has been on for a couple of weeks now. And it was directed by Adam Davidson. This is his, 
Well, it's his last uh, directing credit until an episode in season six, so he's gone for a while. But before this, he directed Comparative Religion, Communication Studies, The Science of Illusion, The Art of Discourse, and Conspiracy Theories and Interior Design. And, well, I I lied. He literally directs next week's episode. Wow. And I said this is his last one for a while. He literally directs next week's episode, which is one I'm excited for, the 8-bit episode, Digital Estate Planning. Mm -hmm. And then in season six, he directs the penultimate episode of the series, Wedding Videography. And it was written by Adam County, who wrote Aerodynamics of Gender, Intro to Political Science, which is a favorite of mine, and Studies in Modern Movement. This is his final writing credit on Community. And the episode originally aired on May 10th, 2012. Wow. Well, what a what a good episode and what great episodes um that sorry. And what great episodes that that that, that, that team have worked on. That was your second take? That was your second take of saying <laughs> that. Let's try one more. Let's get one more. And what great episodes that that bang up team of director and writer have have worked on respectively. I mean, you got some some real heavy hitters in that bunch. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you said what a great episode. You feel that? Do you feel that way? What a great episode. I thought this episode was really funny. I don't disagree with that, and I'm not giving hate on it yet. We'll talk about it very shortly. Yeah. But first, let's do some act trivia. Act trivia. And this week's uh, flavor, of course, is one you've seen the commercials. They're pushing it hard. Every Dick's Sporting Goods has someone outside of the mm-hmm. store offering it to people. This week's flavor of Act Trivia is sour cream and onion with real fruit pieces at the bottom. Pick mm. between your five favorite fruits, but uh, we couldn't afford any of the popular ones. Yeah, so we've got a little bit of guava, which is delicious, but not super popular. Yeah. We've got a little bit of star fruit. I was thinking star fruit. Good mention. Yeah. And uh, some eggplant some got tomato. in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then our last fruit, of course, uh, sure. peanut. So we've got... <laughs> and peanut really is a fruit, if you think about it. If you really think yeah. about it, and... Oh, son of a bitch. Squeeze okay. one. I've Hard got, <laughs> You'll get you know, that's juice. that's the that's the Act Trivia uh, slogan, is it not? Act Trivia, yeah. squeeze, squeeze one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I've got five <laughs> questions for you this week. Okay, I've got, you know what? I've got five as well, Zachary. All right, what is Troy's potluck dish? Oh, it is um, bagel bites in a deconstructed hot pocket reduction with Doritos glaze. That was, was my that first one question. of yours. Okay, mm-hmm. then I'll go ahead and give you a second one for fun. Sure. What type of sandwich is Pierce eating while Abed narrates him? Is that well, another that's my one second of yours? question. That's a tuna salad sandwich. All right, let's move on to number three. What is Troy's trophy from Shirley? No way. No, I'm just kidding. It was a <laughs> uh, second place karate trophy. Karate um, championship. Karate I'll championship. Okay, so finally, yeah. nail me hard, Stephen. Okay, uh, my question is the same topic, but different okay. question. Uh, why did Shirley give the study group her kids stuff? Was it because they took something of hers, so uh, they all get something of theirs? Not no? quite. Okay. Uh, well, she well, made. I, I don't have a You're close, though. You're okay. close. You're on the right track. Okay. Uh, she made cookies for the study group, and the kids ate those. And so sure. that's why she, they ate mm-hmm. the entire batch. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. My next question for you: What is the baby talk professor's name? Um, Mr. Erickson. 
No, kind of close, but not really. It's Professor Wobinson. Professor Wobinson. Nice. Um, what are the things that you can fry? Oh my God, there were a lot. Can you give me a number and let's see how many I can knock out? There were four. That's it? There's more yeah. than that. Mm-mm. Bubble gum. Mm-hmm. Toast. Yeah. Uh, car keys. No. Yes. Not in the one on Hulu. After the fry person gets kicked out, someone else says car keys, and he says yes. Oh, I sorry, I stopped before the fries. Um. Okay, so there were two others then. Mm-hmm. Um. Now I'm thinking too hard. You 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 goofed me. What are the others? Uh, bananas and pancakes. So I'm gonna give you almost full credit for that because you got one that I didn't have. Don't say not on Hulu. <laughs> You think, <laughs> you think they cut out? <laughs> I don't know. You've got the fancy director's cut with commentary. You've got the Snyder cut of Community. <laughs> As okay. in D. Snyder from Twisted Sisters sitting I, yeah. commentating on all of it. Yeah. Great. He's I've like, oh, got a good show. one more for you. <laughs> What's the name of the girl who is wearing Annie's outfit slash is sick go home? What's her name? Darcy. Go home, Darcy. Darcy. You've got Dang a cold. That was close in my mind. And was that no, it? Was it? Did you go no, through No, I've got yours? one more. Okay, great. What was Chang doing lines of next to the vending machine? Uh, like nacho cheese Doritos of some sort? Ooh. Barbecue chips? It's like not, It's like It was like Doritos, right? Mm-mm. No? Well, then what? Don't look at uh, me like that. Cornflakes. That is not what that was. Yes. That is 100,000% not what that <laughs> It said was. corn on the box. They were cornflakes. I think they were at least chips. You think they were corn chips? Maybe. We'll have to look. He wa- That was no cereal, and that's for sure. I okay. was shocked. When we forget it in 45 minutes, yeah. everyone in the audience will know how right I was and how sad and small you look right now. <laughs> Let's see what people emailed into us this week. Um, all right, we've got two emails this week. I'm going to open this first one here. It's from Great. our our father, our daddy-o, our daddy, A-E-I-O, and you, uh, communities on Twitter. Um, I'm doing my weekly bounce up and down as you read this email so I can feel as if I'm uh, uh, bouncing yeah. up and down on Papa right now. I like it. Um, hi, Zach. Steven, last week was weird. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, this is a fun ep- I think it was two weeks ago if we're talking about the week in question I think we're talking about. Or was it that he was weird? It, there's been some weirdness lately. And I like weirdness. to think that we as a nation have moved past it and we're moving yeah. forward. Um, this is a fun episode where they took the things they learned from paradigms of human memory and made a slightly more efficient episode. It's all shots of locations they I have. do not agree with you there, Papa. I think he means efficient in, in terms of the sets. Like... All the shots are sets they already have. So, so they, have they learned how to make an episode like that easier. I thought, he, yes. okay, okay. I thought he was speaking to the quality. Um, they also finally got John Hodgman. He was their first choice for several roles before this one. I don't know what roles you'll have to you'll have to clue us in, Papa. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't let us know. I know. Uh, my MVP of the episode 
is Britta. She okay. keeps it going, and the Patty Hearst line just absolutely tickles me every time. Patty Hearst is like tickled me a time I feel like that one went over my head. I don't know who that is. Me neither. <laughs> um, Maybe that's one, why guys. he's pointing it out. He knows we don't know that shit. Yeah. Um, okay, trivia. Yeah. What was Troy's casserole? Okay, it answer? was bagel bites with a uh, hot pocket reduction with Doritos glaze. Yes. Um, by the way, Benjamin Babish made this on his YouTube channel. It was a lot. Oh, wow. For whatever reason, I saw that he had done that, and I've that's never cool. watched it. I always assumed that he did the gross thing that's in season four uh, in mm. the Thanksgiving episode. I didn't know it was this. So I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. My brother watches that channel. Um, what movie did Shirley talk about made by Brett Ratner? <laughs> Tower Heist. Tower Heist. Is that, that the was one a with really, really Eddie funny Murphy? Scene? Is Eddie Murphy yeah. in that one? I never saw yes. it. It was good. Uh, You're a bad person. <laughs> um, who was starring in Chicago at the Greendale Civic Center? Nobody I'd ever heard of. Flashback. Nobody that I'd ever heard of. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't recognize the names. Mm-hmm. We were born in this century. No, we weren't. We sure were not. <laughs> Thanks for playing those. Uh, yeah, I tried. Um... Okay, we got the first two right. The third one, George Wint and Stephanie Powers. Man, they were on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Good old George Wint. Thanks, Dad. Um, yeah, thanks for Our the next email, email the subject whoa, says Joe whoa. Mama. We've got to do a blam, We did blam. not start off the show by thanking profusely our $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. Oh, my God. Danny M. Lugo, Mary Baker Budisa, Brian Thurman. I'm really sorry. I, I was just so excited to get into it. But but you guys really do help keep the water on in this duplex of podcasting that Steven and I share. And without <laughs> you, we couldn't do this every week. And also, we did not shout out our father in the beginning of the episode. I thought it was weird when we started reading his email. Yeah, it didn't feel I right did to me. too. Everything felt weird. Daddy, please punish me the way i deserve to be punished <laughs> for neglecting to mention you you know he probably thought he made it through this week without anything really weird like oh they're not gonna way. say anything too weird no <laughs> time for um, our spankings huh oh <laughs> you know it um our next email subject line is joe mama which means it can only be from the illustrious peep review hello Stephen um, and i's mutual significant other how does yes. danny feel about that uh, she's fine with it she gets it she knows that it it, it is what it is yeah i don't I'm... think anything was more telling for her of what being around us is gonna be like when when i first met her mm-hmm. we made her take a picture of the three of us yeah it's true. It's true. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Man. But she's such a, a, a great person and a good sport that she was like, oh, hell yeah. I'll take she that She is. Picture. She's, yeah. she's, she's a good one. Uh, and if you want to get to the Stevens Girlfriend tier of Patreon, become a patron. Just make it rain over at patreon.com slash yeah. can't disappoint podcast. Um, <laughs> we will do prostitution. <laughs> We're not above it or below it. Yeah. Um, but we hey, be. fellas. How's it going? I'm at work, so I don't have much trivia. Except cool. what did Troy Weird, bring to the I have a job flex. The casserole. I We've know. answered it so many times, Lily. Yeah, stop asking. Yeah. Um, what <laughs> hand did Troy endure? Oh, shit. I don't 
No. That would be his right hand. Okay. Um, you just squeezed it. We just finished telling the story. Just finished. Uh, Troy is my MVP, LOL. He is Abed's best bro, just looking out for him. Yes, the whole gang was, but Troy is different. Mm. I liked this kind of clip show, where they show unaired clips instead of stuff we've seen before. The ending was a little off, as it kind of did it abruptly, um, and they were expecting more after Chang's bit. I liked the ending bit of Troy and Abed in the morning night. Troy and Abed and Annie in the morning that was funny. Wait, no, that wasn't this one. Never that was not stupid. stupid. Stupid, stupid. Um, I don't know what it was. It was just funny to me. Welp, my dears, but um, boom. Oh, it's because we hit a deer. And mm-hmm. uh, if it, had I been hope any the podcast we goes. Could have both gotten seriously hurt and or killed. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> uh, cool from joke, Fake bro. Dean's computer. You know what uh, phrase I learned recently? What it meant? Doppeldiener. Ad hoc. Ad ad hoc. Ad hoc, let me try to explain it. Ad hoc, because I think there's like an ad hoc committee is like a phrase. (laughs) Is ad hoc like the people have put this thing together and it's not quite official, but it'll do for now. Is that what it means? Not the way I learned it. What did you learn? That it means like, oh, topical. Okay. But I learned it because Danny said it in Spanish, and she was like, Adop. and I was like, the f*** you just say to me? <laughs> oh, and so then, it's yet another one of the words that we've stolen from Spanish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily email, from Lillian. Spanish, but it was... <laughs> it's not from Spanish? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's not from there. Okay, um, Steven. Thank you so much for writing in. Uh, it was a great show today, folks. You're getting giggly and blushed and nervous. That means it can only be time for one thing. It's the part of the episode where I have 20 seconds to turn off my microphone and eat a couple handfuls of Chex Mix. (laughs) Steven is going to have that time set to be able to tell us everything that happened in this week's episode. Again, this is one of those episodes that you could either go uh, short with it, or you could try to hit all of the beats that it takes. It'll be interesting to see what you do. How do you feel this week, my 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 dear friend? This These things like this are tough, Zach, you know, because you try and get everything, but you have to be big picture. You got to get all the main points. Sure. There's so much little stuff that was funny, that was great. I got to do what I can. Okay, well, I'm going to count down, and then I'm going to start chomping and pay very little attention to what you're saying this time. So maybe... That'll do well for your score. Steven, it's time to find out. Nice burp. Did Thank you. Steven <laughs> watch the Did episode Steven this watch the week episode mother- this week, motherfuckers, bitch. Sorry, That's grandma. a new title. Sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> it's how we get the clicks. All right. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. The gang's ex- expelled from Greendale, so they're still hanging out because they're all friends. And then Abed gets arrested for swooping around Greendale because he thinks the dean is fake, so they go to a psychiatrist. That t- and the psychiatrist convinces them they were in an insane asylum the whole time because Abed's crazy and they're all crazy. And then really the psychiatrist was faking, and it's all a dream, but it's not. It's real. And Chang takes over because he's trying to keep the study, the study group from knowing. And Chang's taking over the school, and he's evil, and it's a fake dean, and Abed knows it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't f***ing know. Um, <laughs> Zach could not give me an appropriate score because he was too focused on his bold checks mix. How how did you... how n- Tell me how it ended. I said... Rewind the tape. How did it end? Um, 
the, Chang took over the school. There's a fake dean, and Abed knows it. A minus. Who cares? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I put my heart and soul into that. Yeah, me too. All right, let's move on to the next thing. Let's talk about our favorite funny moment of this I just week's found episode. A piece of glass on the floor. Uh, for me, you know, I think this week it's gonna have to be. <laughs> I didn't write down several. There was one moment in particular for me. It's Troy on the dirt bike. Uh, everything about that is really funny. The way he's like, guess what, guys? I spent all my money. <laughs> and then they're like, you can't drive that. And here's like, yes, I can. It's all terrain, dummy. Yeah, that was funny. I wrote down a bunch. Um, and you're going to notice a common theme in them. Uh, sure. $60? Sure. Hello, rich people. Troy's joining you. That Classic was hilarious. Meme. Um, the whole tower heist bit was great. Um, <laughs> what are all these cameras doing here when Andy was doing her mm-hmm. Troy and Abed in the morning? That was hilarious. Um, the fries thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dean is a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Fire! There's a fire! <laughs> fire! And then um, when Troy was like, I parked by a meter. Did you guys park by a meter? That was really, really funny. Um and then in the end tag, when he called Jeff, and Jeff's like, who, who is this? And he's like, that was a great question. We're us. <laughs> it's us. <laughs> yeah. So that was all very funny. Really, really, really funny. I laughed a lot at this episode. Pretty funny episode. And let's segue into talking about it. Uh, it is a really funny episode. I think it has several things that work against it. Uh, the whole insane asylum thing is almost for as weird as community goes is almost a little too far in a silly direction for me Mm -hmm. uh the clip show elements were funny but this time it felt a little bit closer to being like family guy cutaway gags instead of being this really inspired idea for an episode and i thought the ending was strange the way the way it ended and the Mm -hmm. fact that next week is the 8-bit episode and not a continuation of really this plot thread Mm -hmm. i don't know it just felt a little half-baked maybe kind of similar to last week to where i think this episode was quite a bit funnier than last week yeah but there's something holding it back from being a great episode of community and Mm -hmm. instead it's like a uh, towards the top-ish of a middle tier of community episodes, I think. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I liked this one a lot more than I liked a lot of other episodes this season. But like you said, like last week, it's, it's at the top of the middle. Um, I think You know, you that- say that, but I think really when we go back and look at this season as a whole, which we'll do pretty soon... Uh, We've been saying a lot this week of how uneven it is, but I feel like this last third of the season has been pretty good, and I think when we put all the episodes in front of us, there's going to be quite a few more hits than stinkers than what we thought, and it's going to be hard to play some of these episodes. They might end up in the bottom eight or so. Maybe not in our bottom three when we do our our roundtable, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I I like this one, though. I laughed a lot. Yeah, I did laugh a lot, and you know, that's one of the main reasons why I go to an episode of Community, but I also, now that we podcast about it, I, I look for, well, does everything work together really well, mm-hmm. and I don't know that it did this time. Mm. But let's dive into it and see what we really think. A blue skidoo, a weekend too. I thought the intro was at least a cool way to bring us back into the status quo after they got expelled last week, 
and the way that they m- really casually mentioned that it's been two months, the, the like passage of time, I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And it's adorable that the study group does all continue to get together even when they don't have Greendale. I, I think a lot of people, when Community aired, were like, okay, well, after season four, aren't they going to run out of stuff to do? They have to let some of these people graduate. Yeah. Why would they still hang out? And it's clear that... Greendale is no longer at all the reason why these people are hanging out. Mm-hmm. These are just who they spend all of their time with all the time now. Yeah, they're friends. Uh, I'll, I'll mention Chevy at the beginning of this episode. I thought he was present in this one. Uh, I thought he had quite a few funny moments in this episode focused on the entire group, so he had really no choice but to hang around. But I was glad to see more Pierce this week. Yeah, I think he's actually been having a run lately of being in the episodes and being Not a focal point, but being funny, like consistently funny, just in the same way that honestly a character like Troy is, right? Exactly. Where kind of Troy is oftentimes in these episodes just here to say some of the funniest lines in the episode, but that's about it. And Mm -hmm. Pierce can be that too when they write him the right way and when Chevy like shows up to set ready to tell these jokes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so question, would you eat Troy's dish and how enthusiastically? Yes. Um, <laughs> depends on what time of night it was. The closer it gets to the next day, the more excitedly I would eat that. What I heard there is the closer it's getting around to, I don't know, let's say about 20 after 4, that might, that <laughs> might make, it, make it more yeah, fun Yeah, it definitely of an makes it a little more delicious, yeah. Troy's so adorable. I love the way he's like, I just want to bring my food. (laughs) (laughs) There was also a funny runner with Britta and her hangover in this. I thought Gillian, who has never uh, drank alcohol, uh, Mm -hmm. I thought she sold this really well, especially when she asked for normal food and Jeff throws what he thinks is a package of lifesavers, (laughs) but it's a battery, and she, like, does that, uh, that, like, hangover groan Mm -hmm. of loud noise. I thought that was a funny bit. Yeah. It is very sitcom-y here, and community, like, think of the Halloween episode this season where they're like, well, as soon as you turn on the radio, it can't be exactly when they're telling the news part yeah. that's important. But as soon as they say, have you seen Abed, there's a knock on the door and it's mm-hmm. Abed. Uh, he is being brought here by the police because he's been found snooping around Greendale as Inspector Spacetime, doing some to the untrained eye crazy shit, and yeah. it's getting him in trouble. A police officer's brought him back home. Officer Krakowski is always a great uh, presence to see. I Love thought see he had a good showing in this little bit. Uh, what do you think here? What do you think of our boy Abed? You know, coming at it without having super duper full memory of this episode, you know, I'm like, okay, Abed, you know, he kind of went off the deep end a little bit earlier this season. Yes. And he kind of reined it in, and now he's he's been set off again, you know, so it makes you worry about him. He's he's in there snooping. But, but we all know, and we trust Abed, Abed knows that something's up, and of course we, the viewer, know that 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 something is afoot. Yeah. That there's a, a Dean Pool ganger. I know that that's not what they actually call it. Yeah. Um, but they should have. Uh, there's a there's a fake Dean, and Abed knows it, and he's trying to prove it. But you know. I think this episode is a little bit of a disservice that we didn't see any of the fake Dean doing Dean things. Yeah, uh, because I it's don't a know little integral not. to Abed's part of the plot, and. Uh, I don't know. It, this was aired a week after the last episode. I'm sure people missed last week, or I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. It would have been nice to see a little bit more of the fake Dean. I think. Yeah, I agree. 
Especially the way that they did that scene last week where he just, like, walked across so in the back funny. of the scene, like, lip syncing. Like, well, gotta go. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I like the way that uh, Officer Krakowski says something like, like, even he is kind of won over by Abed through all this. And yeah. says that if they were at Comic-Con, he'd take a bullet for this kid. But obviously he's trespassed. He's a cop. This is a crime. Then let's see what happens here. Is the cop the reason why Abed has to go to therapy? Yes, no, because he talked the, to the dean. Yeah. Uh, he talked to the dean in air quotes, uh, uh, saying that they should press charges. But fake dean and Chang at the forefront of Greendale right now saw this as a different opportunity, and they've set up an appointment with uh, this guy. We hear mm-hmm. uh, they're going to pay for the consultation. It, it's a psychiatrist. They they want Abed to go to a psychiatrist. And honestly, some of the I don't know. Everyone, Troy especially, is like, Abed's not crazy. He doesn't need to go to a psychiatrist. Yeah. But, like, therapy is great. Yeah. Whether he's quote-unquote crazy or not, Abed could probably benefit from therapy. Sure. They're going through a traumatic time, and he has trouble adjusting to changes. Mm-hmm. And Abed, of course, appears to have gone off the deep end when he's the only person who has caught on to it not being really the dean. And he speaks as Inspector Spacetime, so it comes off very like 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 he's just doing something out of an episode of the show. But Abed, as always, is quite a few leaps ahead of everybody else. He's he's on a new level, as the hip hop song would say. I love the the brick bit. Everything about it, Krakowski being so excited about it, and knowing so many things about it from watching. Uh, so much antiques roadshow did you ever get into any shows in that vein um i watched some of like the pawn ones every once in a while but i didn't watch a whole bunch of the antiquing ones that was a way of ashamedly saying yeah i totally used to watch pawn stars but yeah because i feel like it was really cool for a second here in in indiana and Mm -hmm. now it's very much not and i feel like a lot of the people on the show ended up being bad people yeah there was a second when pawn stars even as like Kids was, like, one of the coolest things on TV. I have a cousin who, whatever the one that's, like, set in Detroit, like, in a Pond, I don't know if I don't it's know Pond Stars one. or something, Pond, I don't I know. I think Pond Stars was Vegas. Ah, uh, well, wherever that one was in, like, Detroit, she was, like, a producer for that show. That's cool. Yeah. If Chumley wasn't there, though, I don't give a f- Exactly. It's Chumley wasn't and he like that a... old dude or nothing. Yeah, yeah. I think he's something. He went to jail, I think. Mm-hmm. And the brick, of course, gives us one of the most classic Troy moments of the entire series. It's become a gift that is larger that than the show. keeps on giving. <laughs> All gifts keep on gifting. That's what a gift does. Do you ever say gif? Are you just a gif man? I'm just a gif man. But Although one mean- time I someone asked me, and I, like, in my head being an idiot, was like, oh, wait, it's, no, it's gif. And I was like, wait a second, it's not. It is? No. Well, I think it really can be said. No, because it's way. G for graphic. But I think the guy who came up with gifts said it's GIF. Well, sure. They also made octopuses a word in the dictionary. So people are stupid. Okay. I don't think it was the <laughs> same people, but okay. Point taken. But no, this meme transcends the show because there are so many applications to like. Oh, you know, like I won $2 on a lottery ticket. It's like, hello, rich people. Troy's calling. It's just so funny and so innocent that Troy would be this excited over potentially having $60 in his pocket. Yeah. 
And then the line where as he as the police officer leaves, he's like, make sure you walk with someone to your car <laughs> rapes up eight percent. Yeah, good God. Leaves. That was dark, but kind of funny, I think. Mm-hmm. That Troy Lines classic, great way to bring us into the theme song, and a pretty decent way to get this episode started, even if it doesn't quite yet give away what kind of episode this is going to be. I agree. But they're on their way to the uh, psychiatrist, which is going to be the rest of this episode, the bulk of it. Do you remember off of Community's email? I'm a I'm a bad little boy right now, and I didn't write down the name of the guy who plays the psychiatrist. What did he say? John Hodgman. John Hodgman, I thought, did a really great job in a couple of ways. Whether you're just watching it without knowing the trick at the end and seeing him as just this kind of neurotic psychologist, or if you are watching the episode again knowing that he's faking and improvising, it's a really well-layered performance, much in the way of, like, Professor Professorson, who was, like, playing a character, playing a character, playing a character. We're kind Mm -hmm. of in similar territory, and I kind of like when when characters have to do stuff like that, and when you as a viewer get to try to, like, peel apart the layers of what they're doing. I think that's cool. So this is Dr. Heidi. He's there to talk to Abed, who is immediately distrusting of the situation and it's kind of comedically given away that everyone else is there too when Mm -hmm. Britta first like uh uh stamps in and says I concur with the diagnosis when nobody's said anything yet uh (laughs) I I thought this episode at least smartly didn't do too much Britta psych major stuff yeah they literally were in a psychologist situation but of course they're gonna make at least a couple jokes and the one they made Mm -hmm. was pretty funny yeah But the study group is all there because they care about Abed and maybe like him, they're a little bit distrustful from the beginning of this situation and why he's being sent here. So they want to make sure that he's respected and also that he's there to actively participate instead of just freaking out. But honestly, it's just an easy writing cop out to get everyone in the room instead of it just being Abed. Yeah, I, I like that because that lets them do more with this. I think mm-hmm. if, if it was just Abed in there or if just like one or two people had gone with him. But this is a way where you can, like you said, use everybody and have everyone in all the stuff, even though, you know, it's a lot of clips, so they don't mm-hmm. have to spend the entire episode physically there, but it's yeah. it worked out. See, I think I think maybe there's here we go rewrite in community i think maybe there's a better version of this episode that isn't a clip show and the entire episode is in this office and it's kind of like a pressure cooker situation where he's trying to convince the study group what he's trying to convince them and abed and the study group are slowly catching on if the whole episode was this like fast-paced dialogue or this Mm -hmm. like each of them going deep into their own psyches before they realize the way this guy's getting on with them. Sure. And it was just them in this room and kind of like a, a, a cooperative calligraphy. I think that could have been fun. Yeah. Not that I don't like the clips. The clips are probably my favorite part of this episode. Not my favorite part of this episode, though, is Troy's Robin Williams joke. Ugh, yeah. Things that aged not so well, right? Mm-hmm. And this was probably only... Not too long. Not before. too long before he died. What What did I say? Was this episode in 2012 still? Are we in 2012? Yeah. This mm-hmm. was May 2012. Robin Williams passed away in 2014. So a little, a little more than two years before he Oof. died. And I don't think old Robin Williams was particularly creepy. If anything, I liked... Older Robin Williams, kind of better than young, coked-out Robin Williams. Yeah. I don't know. 
I thought it was a mean-spirited joke that definitely hasn't aged well because he died and because of how he died and because of how mm-hmm. much we all uh, uh, miss Robin Williams being in the world. Yeah. Come on the show. Let's talk about it. Oh, my God. Uh, so the psychologist <laughs> makes it clear. Psycholo- psychiatrist? Psychologist? Psychiatrist. He can prescribe medicine. The psychiatrist makes it clear that he's a he doctor, Zach. Doesn't see Aved as crazy, and that's not why he's here. But then he says, "So how long has Aved needed a crazy amount of help?" Uh, not the best psychologist, right? Not the best. Not the best. And the <laughs> clip show kicks off when they ask, when he asks, "How long Aved's behavior has been like this?" And we get what, to me, even though all the jokes are really funny, it feels like Family Guy cutaways. It doesn't mm-hmm. quite feel like the way that they did it in uh, Paradigms of Human Memory. But sure. the clips are really funny. Abed really freaking out over Daylight Savings Time and freaking out even more when he learns that they'll get the hour back. Because it doesn't make any sense. It's always no. been really stupid. And Abed can't just be like, well, okay, then I guess that's how it is. He has to be like, well, why? No, it's not like that. <laughs> of course, surely bragging about Tower Heist and uh, going to the point of comparing the director. <laughs> full out saying that the director of Tower Heist is the new Steven Spielberg, which is just the last straw for Abed, who stands <laughs> up I have to go. You're a bad person. You're a bad person. Danny got some real good moments to shine in this episode. Yeah, he did. Did you notice that certain shots and specifically certain clips in this episode look to be in a weird kind of resolution? Um, t- I it thought they were trying like, to make it look like it was like a long time ago, like earlier in the show. I don't know. I think it just doesn't look that good in these shots. Yeah. It almost looks like a like a soap opera. Totally. I don't know. <laughs> You're a bad person. Super soft lighting. The clip of Pierce eating the sandwich while Abed narrates him is really funny. Chebby plays off the annoyance really, really well. I could see this being a bit that he actually thought was funny and had some ideas for. Uh, and and I think Abed and Pierce is kind of a, a comedic duo that we don't see enough of because they're so on opposite sides of the spectrum as each other. Yeah. And I, I thought this was a pretty funny little bit. A couple of my favorite of the clips are Pierce. I didn't mention it, but I can already think of one specifically that was almost a favorite funny moment. Ooh. What did you think of Abed filming Annie while she's sleeping? What was he even yikes. doing this for? I don't know, but What was yikes. he trying to make? Yeah, yikes. The look on the psychiatrist's face. Same. And the guy who's pretending to be this psychiatrist is quick to be like, well, you said it, Abed's crazy, so I'm going to do the thing that I have to do now. Were they trying mm. to medicate abed what was the original plan was so later they he want says, to commit abed to later he says that he kind of had to go on the fly and improvise does that mean that all of the insane asylum stuff was something that just this guy made up or was that chang's plan all along i think that the insane asylum was made up but like greendale not existing that's such a big stretch that's such a big yeah. acting choice to make <laughs> isn't it like that's why you're like none of it was real I think the plan was to get Abed committed to a mental institution. But also, it wouldn't make sense that Greendale was a mental institution, because that's where they're trying to get back to. So where would you put them? And then the group, I think this is kind of a lazy way to set up some clips. They kind of go to the, well, if Abed's crazy, we're crazy too. Remember all the times we've been crazy? 
for whatever that was like reason, very yeah. i feel like it, that feels like on an actual clip show where they're like remember the time that homer jumped springfield gorge and everyone's like yes i do and it cuts to that clip from that episode uh it feels even though it's still more clever than that because it's clips we've never seen it feels like the the storyline around it was an excuse to get to the clips instead well, and of like the you, other way around like you said it's very family guy cutaway which sometimes can be really really funny but they do that a lot this episode but they're funny because they're such quick impact jokes and then mm-hmm. when you really like unpack it is it funny or is it funny because it's so much in so rapid succession? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I like. I don't know who says it, but whoever mentions Crazy Town Banana Pants, and then the the doctor says, "Talk to me, Talk about, to me crazy about Crazy Town, Town Banana, Banana Pants." Pants. Yeah. Uh, of course, the doctor would be like, "That thing you just said." What also, do you think why that would Pierce is? unprovoked say that something was Crazy Town Banana Pants? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well. Jeff, who among us hasn't had the odd banana in his or her pants, right? Jeff's vibe in this episode is kind of weird. It is. He's kind of just there. He doesn't have a lot to do, but like, mm-hmm. what? He, he's playing. He's like trying to be Seinfeld in yeah. this one. He's like riffing off of the situation. I know I have. <laughs> this bit was really funny. I can mm-hmm. get why communities would give Britta MVP off of this bit alone, where she walks yeah. in looking like she. well got hit by a deer and uh uh, like wandered through the forest for a night and she just comes up and sits down acting like everything's normal while everyone stares at her and she's like hey guys how long does my peyote last asking for a friend (laughs) really funny joke i'm almost surprised they were able to make a peyote joke peyote joke yeah this is why i said troy and abed nanny in the morning because i thought that this was the end tag but it wasn't and also, I don't quite get why this is a reason that Annie is crazy in the same way that some of the rest of them are. Well, because she's doing this by herself. With cameras. She might not be by herself. I mean, the ca- the cameras aren't real. What are all these That's cameras the joke. doing here? I thought the joke was that when Annie does it, she actually brought cameras. No. Are you sure? I think the joke was that they were saying, you're recording our show. Write us in, hashtag, is the joke what the joke was or what we thought the joke was. (laughs) Dot com slash can't disappoint podcast. Zach that didn't get a boner joke that one time. Oh, I get boners all the time, bro. (laughs) I get boners right now, bro. This next clip is they're at like some kind of wig party, and I really mm-hmm. liked about this bit. Honestly, the bit's whatever. Jeff giving his jacket away and then needing it back. Yeah. But underneath it, they were playing the fake college song from the Schmitty episode that nice. plays while you're like seeing this person went on to be a Supreme Court justice. Do you remember that? Yeah. It's like the, uh, I hate studying. I love partying. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that's what was playing in the background of this, and that wow. was a nice little a sound callback I thought was pretty funny. But again, I don't see... Like, sure, Jeff is weird, but this isn't the reason why he should be considered crazy. Mm-hmm. This is just a little anachronism. <laughs> I love Troy on the dirt bike so much. The way he looks that in the suit... That is not a dirt bike. Zachary has an all-terrain vehicle. Sorry. on his He's on his little go buggy, and <laughs> I, really, I really like his outfit. His and, go buggy? <laughs> yeah. I like his outfit, and I really like how excited and happy Troy is. And he's like, guess what? I spent all my money. And it's all terrain, dummy. Man, Donald just, even when he's given jokes that aren't as funny as some of the others, like, for instance, 
the parking meter joke a little bit later wasn't exactly my favorite. I don't think it's usually exactly that the joke is so funny. It's just that Donald is so I laughed so funny, hard at the parking and meter. And he one. knows how to play Troy to a T so well. And that makes bits like this that are just inherently funny way funnier because he's mm-hmm. saying them. And yes, Shirley is also crazy because she gives away her children's beloved belongings because they hate <laughs> cookies. I'm sure her kids were like, oh, cool, there's some cookies. Yeah. Mom eats <laughs> cookies all the time. Maybe we can eat them. If you see a fresh set of cookies and there's no clear, like, don't f***ing touch these cookies. Oh, I'm munching. You eat several too many of the cookies. Mm-hmm. Every time I've made cookies, I've eaten all the cookies that night. Wait, oh, and Troy, we didn't even mention in that one. That right he here. gets the trophy and he... Uh, And he slams his hand on it and hurts himself. (laughs) And then there's the joke where they cut back to now. And that must have happened recently because Britta squeezes his hand and he reacts to it. That was funny. I just love that Troy, who receives Shirley's son's trophy, is like, oh, now I'm the second best at karate. I won the karate championship. (laughs) Second place. (laughs) The misadventures joke was kind of funny. Just because Troy gets his hand squeezed by Abed again. Well, what does the doctor say? That He's like, do you always indulge Abed in these misadventures? And Troy's like, don't say that. Our adventures are vanity man manly. Adventures. But again, is that the funniest joke? Or is it because Donald? It's because Donald is so funny. So funny. Because if, if Jeff had made Jim that Rash joke, paradox. I would have been like. Yeah. Sexist pig. Yeah. <laughs> but tr- but we're, Troy, we're like, you go, Troy. Give us yeah. nothing. <laughs> just kidding he gives us so much all the time and it's yeah. so sad how not that far away we are from troy's last stint on the show yeah i don't want to remember that We're, well the show is still great after it but losing troy is a huge loss well losing troy is a big reason why i stopped like watching the show as closely sure yeah. and i think you will find that the when you're able to not think about it it because it's not the show's fault they no. dealt with what they had to deal with and they dealt with it really well i think you'll find that so many classic episodes come after troy leaves sure when does troy leave is that in season five he leaves like five episodes into season five that's what i thought and i like season five i love season five uh, season four it just is a, it, it's sad that the last season we get with all of them is season four and not a Dan Harmon-led season. So it kind yeah. of, even though you've got the whole cast on display, it still feels like a big chunk of it is missing before mm-hmm. then a big chunk of it is missing on screen. Because we lose Troy, we lose Shirley after a while. Uh, Pierce. Don't, we lose Pierce, duh. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, we lose Pierce before we lose Troy. We'll exactly. lose him at the end of next season. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Anyway. We really lost him at the beginning of this one, but he's <laughs> he, he's, he's been lost around. for quite a while. Yeah. yeah. So the even though the group is standing up for Abed and trying to say that they're just as crazy as him, the the guy who's pretending to be a psychologist or psychiatrist or whether he is one or not, I don't know if he actually is one. Is he just an well, actor? Or? Is he one? Because if he, he can he actually be commit committed, him. then he must be right. Yeah. But, uh, again, nothing about this episode really makes much sense, so you just kind of got to go with it. But he says he's heard enough. He thinks that Abed should be committed, which, of course, is upsetting to the study group because they think that that is a little bit of a stretch. And then, again, uh, Jeff tries out, like, his type 5 a little bit. 
starts making yeah. some jokes, makes Abed do the Dra- the Don Draper uh, impression, which I thought was funny the way he just cigarettes. In the way Annie like oh falls yeah that's all again. it takes it's pretty funny and yeah Jeff keeps making jokes about marriage and institutions and come on why what does he think he's doing I thought that was kind of funny because the way it he was like, like squeezes on a cigar <laughs> yeah <laughs> what the hell after a commercial break we cut to a sobbing Troy who's just begging to not have his his friend taken away. Am I right in saying that Abed hasn't said anything this entire time or hardly Correct. anything this entire time? He said almost nothing. And because Abed knows that something else is going on here mm-hmm. and he's not, he's like trying to read into the situation and not just taking it for face value like everyone yeah. else is at this point. They try to convince that Abed isn't dangerous and that that means that he shouldn't be committed. But uh, the, the cards are stacked up against them. This was always going to end with Abed trying to be committed. Yeah. There are a couple good Pierce being old and losing his mind jokes. Yeah. When, when the doctor mentions he's heard enough to make his decision and, and all the stories are troubling. And Pierce is like, what are you talking about? I don't remember any of this stuff. 3.30, when do these kids live together? And it's yeah. because he literally hasn't been around since any of that stuff has been happening it's true. hardly at all. It's really hard for me to believe, out of all the characters, that Pierce is actually taking, like, a class load and, like, taking classes and passing enough to keep going. I'm sure he's taking the one class that everyone else is taking, and that's it. Yeah. Now we get into a segue of, again, I am just not super invested in the psychologist plot because I know the trick at the end and even though it moves the story forward, I feel like you could take this one out and it's just that yeah. they're expelled from Greendale moving into the rest of it and you wouldn't be missing a lot. It's all no. just a means to get these clips that are all very funny. So they they set up that uh, uh, that Greendale does things to them that make them go crazy and make them obsessed with the school. And then we get some clips of why Greendale is so weird. And I like this because there are so many non sequitur things about Greendale, like the classes that we're about to see, that the show focusing on these characters and plots doesn't always have the chance to show us. So it was good to see just some of the things that are going on in Greendale, some of the classes, some of the teachers. I love in the baby talk class how they made those signs like get to know the W's and then, and making the wuh sound like a anatomical. Thing. I also love the dean and dean Spreck oh my playing God. human chess to decide over parking for a job fair. <laughs> the dean Vicky to whatever Vicky to, to Queen three Queen three. Really, really funny. It's so over the top. They have Nay. <laughs> Advanced Holding <laughs> as a classic. That's all for today. Read chapter four. Shirley's wasn't as much of a winner as the others, but she opens yeah. a book and there's a shape to hold a gun in it. And it's not. <laughs> and in the gun the book. is not there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're just going to ignore that. Okay, let's take a guess, though. Of our Greendale knowledge, who does the gun belong to and why isn't it in the book? I think the gun could have been Starburns's mm-hmm. before his demise. Maybe he died with it on his person. Uh, who else would carry a gun? Hmm. Maybe Professor Kane had it hidden there. Is that just in case shit popped off? Uh, yes. Okay. Um. <laughs> Apologies. 
not accepted. I'll, I'll write uh, uh, I'll write a sorry on a notes app and post it on Twitter. There you go. That should take care. No, of I was thinking him too because like, what if it's like just like an in case gun? Yeah, and because um, he's seen stuff go down. Todd, it's Todd's. But is Todd actually like that, or is he just like put upon? You know. Fair enough. Maybe it's Todd for himself. Ooh. Okay, we're just going to ignore that. And Shirley walks away. <laughs> this is the one. This moment was so funny. Pierce just finishes <laughs> taking a stinky, massive shit and flushes the toilet. And he walks out of the stall. And a banner, both a banner falls down. He's being celebrated as the 10,000th flush. And each of the other stalls was filled with, like, at least 30 people. And he's just rushed by all these people celebrating this. And Pierce is just like, uh, just like scared do you think they told chevy they were gonna do this because he looks genuinely terrified <laughs> he you know that he doesn't read the scripts he he <laughs> there wasn't any line for him in this part so he didn't read this part of the script they said go sit down on the toilet <laughs> <laughs> can i fry that an absolute classic learning all the things that were fried and watch watch him say car keys or them say car keys yeah, what a stupid, stupid idiot. Steven, you're was, off the show. I was too busy writing my uh, starter phrase of I will not tolerate clowning. That you're Steven and you won't tolerate clowning? Yeah. Cool. Thanks for letting so us I all. I missed it. Okay, the next joke I think is funny on paper, but uh, I think much like a lot of other things from this era of comedy, jokes about homeless people aren't really as funny as maybe they once mm-hmm. were. Uh, but the fact that they walk in for, for the study group and that Greendale is so removed from reality that someone could just walk in there and sleep and that he's got all of his stuff and his dog. I really like the way that when the dog gets upset and starts going towards it, the guy's like, rest your bones. We got a long yeah. walk ahead of us tomorrow. <laughs> I thought Slow it was kind of a funny bit, but you know, like uh, homeless people aren't aren't something to make mm-hmm. fun of. This joke uh, kind of took me by surprise because I don't know if you remember this far ahead, but there's yeah. this the season six premiere is called Ladders. Ladders. This professor comes back, and they mm-hmm. kind of do this scene again, but in a way that I think is funnier. He like goes to the top of a ladder and like stabs a hole in a beer can and drinks it. He's like Ladders, <laughs> and everyone's like Ladders. <laughs> So it was funny to see this, and especially funny that it's the same professor that comes back then. Yeah. Then we cut back to the psychiatrist room, and honestly, after, like I've said, after you know the twists and turns that it takes later in the episode, these scenes are kind of a drag just to get to the mm-hmm. next part. It slows it down. There aren't as many funny jokes here, I don't think. Um, but the the the, pre- the professor suggests that they all need to stop dwelling. The professor, what the f- am I saying? The doctor explains that they need to let go of Greendale uh, if they want to move on. Again, nothing's really happening in the scene, but to get to the next set of clips, which is times that Greendale and especially the Dean have uh, come to their rescue. Mm-hmm. Annie calling Pierce, saying that he's sundowning was a funny way of putting that. And she yeah. says, uh-oh, and he starts saying alarming things. Meanwhile, all this arguing is happening, and Abed, again, he's just fidgeting with stuff. He is barely present. No, he's really not entertaining any of this. Yeah, but the memories of Greendale being in their corner. <laughs> the Dean for this string of of uh, of 
clips is almost worth the MVP on his own. When the Dean isn't yeah. even present in this storyline, because who knows what Chang is doing with him. The fire is so funny. The way that he takes his time to tell them about the fire, spends so much time talking about how much they're his favorite, and he's telling them first, and then they start running out. <laughs> Jeff's face <laughs> when he finally gives away that there's actually fire, he's like, did you? <laughs> he's, he's like, let's get out of here, guys, and everyone leaves. And after they leave, the dean calls in the blow the the, the bullhorn. Is that what it's called? I think it's a bullhorn. I always think it's blowhorn, but it's bullhorn that you yell into. A blowhorn is sure not that sure. But the way he's oh, there's a fire. And he's saying it like with a smile because he's still happy. And to think he also put on all of that costume like since the fire has started, so he could go tell the study <laughs> group so they would be safe first. And I also really, really love this bit. I forgot it was from this episode, and I think it's a really good Dean moment where yeah. Annie walks past this girl. Uh, uh, what's her name? I already forget. Darcy. That was one of my questions. Darcy. And says, <laughs> well, she's put off by it because they're wearing the exact same thing to a T. And the Dean just like on cue, once <laughs> he notices, comes over. <laughs> Darcy, you've got a cold. Mm, feel You're fine. sick? Go home! Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. The way that he pushes <laughs> her off her like she's an animal. Really good moment. The pizza one is also very funny. Really funny. The Dean has this elaborate like trash man costume that he wheels out with his beard to give them the last pieces of pizza. Is what am I going to do with all this garbage? <laughs> Jim Rash can do anything. It's me, the Dean. <laughs> <laughs> really funny moment. And then, of course, the Dean... Uh, announcing over the speakers that there are students with birthdays, but why focus on them? Let's <laughs> focus on the ones not celebrating anything. And then he sings a song naming all of the study group, and he names Jeff twice. <laughs> Troy and Jeffrey and Annie and Britta, Shirley and Pierce and Abed and Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime the dean gets to to break out those dulcet tones is a good thing. What did you think of the paintball clip? The I actually really liked this clip, and I think this is the best way to do it. Best way to do it, it makes you think, oh, they could have done that as an episode. And I'm glad and they did makes you but it glad that cool. they didn't. Yeah. But it shows you how many phenomenal ideas that these writers have. Mm-hmm. Damn it, out of slugs. I really liked Pierce's <laughs> the old school, like, lackey. Yeah, this was a good one. All of the dialogue was great. The Dean looks beautiful. And so does Abed, for that mm-hmm. matter. Abed gets his, like, I don't know if you'd call this... I, I've never seen a lot of these old movies. I know I don't know if Casablanca is this kind of movie at all, but it, he kind of reminds me of the leading man in that a little bit, the speech that he gets to give. Mm-hmm. And then when he learns what the prize was, there was just tickets to go see Chicago, and he yells, lame! <laughs> Thought it was really funny. And when they mention later on in the uh, psychiatrist's office that... Uh, I learned that we definitely should never do another paintball. It's yeah. funny because they do. They do. And one and the big one is with Dan Harmon. Wow. They kind of do one next year. And I really am not looking forward to that episode. Next season, I say next year, but you know what I mean. Season yeah. four starts and ends with probably my two least favorite episodes of Community. Wow. And I don't know which one I like least, but they're both pretty, pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> but those memories at least help the group put together that the Dean has always been so in their favor that it doesn't make sense that he's turned against them this way. 
And Abed is like, yeah, you guys didn't listen to me. I told you from the very beginning, that's not the Dean. He loves us. It couldn't be the Dean. And he's right. And nobody listens to him. Yeah. Which is an interesting dynamic because I think because of that, Abed does assume that he's always right. Mm-hmm. And he but can't he is. be told otherwise. <laughs> but he is Here. right. So Jeff uh, apologizes to Abed, and they stand up to the doctor. I, this is just not how psychiatry goes, but no. you know, we'll, we'll give it. It, it. It's being puppeteered by Chang, so what do you expect? Mm-hmm. And they pretty much have realized something is going on at Greendale, and they're being removed from it, so they can't stop it, and they need to stop it. I want to have a conversation about, mm-hmm. I guess, just this direction. of. We've been talking a lot about... We remembered not liking the Chang stuff, and we've been enjoying it as it's gone through. But I think with this episode, I'm starting to reach my, like, tiring point of this plot line. Yeah. Just because, I don't know, it's really cartoony. Mm-hmm. And this show can be cartoony, but the cartoony should be in the clips. It shouldn't be in the stuff shouldn't around be. it. It exactly. feels like a like a superhero, supervillain plot. I I don't really buy, like, I get it Chang's crazy and you can kind of make that character do anything and it'll make sense, but I don't know. I'm get, I'm getting a little, little tired of it, even if I did enjoy watching this episode. Yeah, I think this is the part of the episode where I start to like it less because I think that, like you're kind of saying, like, it's a little bit cartoony. I mean, he's like, oh, you, you, you can't go back because it, it never existed. Well, yeah, and, and I guess now thinking about it, though, it does make a little bit of sense why he is uh, uh, saying this and making this up on the fly. Because sure. I'm sure he was told, don't let Abed get back to Greendale because he'll mm-hmm. be able to figure something out. And he just needs to keep them there. So he's like, oh, you can't go back there. It doesn't exist. It's really on the fly. Yeah. But I think it makes it feel like the writing was kind of on the fly, mm-hmm. too. And here we get right after the reveal, oh, Greendale's not a real place. Instead of a big dramatic uh, reaction, of course, Troy isn't thinking about the right thing and is worried about parking by a meter. I don't know. I just thought this was kind of an easy joke. It's funny because I it's Donald. I thought it was hilarious. Zach. I kind of, oh, I'm glad. I, I just kind of thought funniest joke <laughs> ever told in the history of any comedian, comedian, or comedy duo, I just felt like Troy was killing it, killing it, killing it, killing it, and then this one kind of fell flat for me. Wow. You're entitled to that feeling and those opinions, Zach. Thank you. I know. I know I am. I, I didn't need you to, to... It's not your fault. It is a little bit impressive how close that Dr. Heidi gets to making them kind of believe that maybe this is true. And then it's even funnier in a little bit when they're like, but wait, no, No. we all have all of these things. (laughs) So it's pretty funny. Especially Shirley's when we get there was really funny. Yeah, but here the doctor explains that you all spent this time at Greendale, but it wasn't a community college. It was was an asylum. And we see the Greendale asylum thing, which is a, a funny also zach when i was watching this episode so so we're recording this for those of you who don't know in october sure getting closer to we didn't even mention yeah we're not doing a halloween special this year because you know honestly we're so close to done with season three and i just wanted to keep this train moving we'll get it done around season around thanksgiving and i don't know take a little holiday break over over christmas and stuff we're on a good trajectory so we're moving forward but before you finish your thought just wanted to say to everyone i hope you have a great halloween 
Uh, maybe you're able to get a little bit back to your Halloween traditions this year after not being able to for a while. I hope you have a good time. I'm still really looking forward to watching Halloween Kills, the new Halloween movie, which features one of our fellow community podcasters in the what? film. What? Yes. Mike, or, yeah, I, I his uh, at on Twitter is Mike Loves Gushers from Welcome to Greendale. Oh, he's in it? He works on sets. He worked on the set of Halloween Kills. He also worked on the set of a show that I really like called The Righteous Gemstones. And he's featured as an extra in a Halloween costume in Halloween Kills. That's really cool. That's super cool. That's awesome. So, yeah, happy Halloween, everyone. Hope you're having a great Halloween week. In this episode... Makes a, a, a sure, a Zach. Just sense. seal my whole thunder. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Just I'm go done. ahead, Zach. Go ahead. No, I'm done. I'm done. You good? Yeah, I'm good. You know, it's really just. But really, but being that it is Halloween, <laughs> it just makes perfect sense. I was say, watching this around yeah. this Halloween time. I just had my Halloween party at work last night. I was All Might from My Hero Academia. For those who know what that is, you know, I am here. Great job. Uh, Cute crickets. Yeah. I um but watching this I kind of forgot that this episode didn't come out around Halloween. It kind of had some spooky themes, but it came out in May. Yeah, this season had a Halloween episode at the beginning of it. Yeah, and I thought this was super Halloweeny spooky and it fit the theme well, so I hope that you guys are watching right along with us and you know getting in the spooky feels, you know, put on a costume, touch a cat. <laughs> Bite somebody, I don't know. Put some razor blades in your candy. Who Suck cares? Suck some back, yeah. I love the memes where it's like, uh, make sure you check your kid's candy. I just found this uh, one pound of weed and some heroin in my kid's M&Ms. I saw one was like, I just found this entire three-hour-long Grateful Dead live recording <laughs> inside of my Snickers. <laughs> So, yeah, he's trying to convince them that they've all been in this asylum and their memories uh, at Greendale have been a shared psychosis because they've been stuck in the same asylum together and they painted themselves into a different world and, and they're relapsing. Everyone is like, no, that's ridiculous. But enough of these people are crazy in a way to make them think, oh, well, I could totally do that. Especially yeah. Annie, who has struggled with things like yeah. this before. And he sets them up to remember this. A big part of it is they're already in this spirit of like physically seeing their memories. So he's able mm -hmm. to make them see it as he wants them to see it. And one of the best sections of this episode, even as it's getting closer into the crazy territory, is the scene inside the insane it's asylum. It's really good. With them reacting at, or with them acting out different moments from the series. I thought it was great. Before that, I do love when he's uh, rattling off each of the study group members, like what they did to get them to a breaking yeah. point, and Pierce's at the end is just old, old as he is listing. I thought that was a really funny delivery. And I mean, when when Britta, okay, first rightfully says, well, if we were all imagining something, why would we imagine a community college? Yeah. And then he kind of brings up, well, think about all of the stuff that you just said. Can I fry that? Ladders? Does that sound like a real <laughs> place? And also he says what we're all thinking is like, why does everything seem to revolve around you yeah. guys as a group? And thunder crashes at the perfect moment, and they all begin to see it the way that he wants them to see it. Jeff and Troy jumping <laughs> on the mattress as a secret trampoline super funny what was britta doing i don't know looks like she's eating chocolates or something them pretending to do paintball was funny abed and da abed i said abed and danny abed and annie kissing it was really funny in the commentary allison said something like 
oh yeah, and we just figured we should kiss because you know, you know, why not? We just thought, maybe. <laughs> so we kiss. Sure. Uh, some of my favorite moments from this, of course, are that Leonard is actually there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pierce doing baby boomer Santa while while Troy and Ovid do the dance. And- You're welcome. And the one guy that's working there kind of <laughs> grooving to it. And then I love when they're just all sitting around a table, like, doing mm-hmm. a bottle episode or whatever. And yeah. they're like, remember this? Everyone, yes. Remember this? Everyone, yes. yes. I thought it was funny. Uh, and then they make Pierce say some things that I'm sure the real Chevy has said. They mm-hmm. make him yell about, I'm a legend. I'm a this and this. Yeah. I'm a millionaire. I'm an inventor. I'm a legend. And I had sex with her the kid. That was funny, too. <laughs> Garrett's voice Garrett and the Dean being the two watching over all of this and yeah Garrett having a, a clean speaking voice that's actually the voice of one Daniel Harmon nice so they all kind of see it the way he's describing it and they're still like no but they're kind of high on the drama of this I guess yeah. to the point of uh, cue the episode of Community where Britta says high on my own drama <laughs> um, <laughs> They're kind of high on the drama, and they are kind of picking up what he's throwing down. That's another thing. I don't know. It's good that they go on to be like, wait, of course that's all bullshit without having to really think about it at all. But that they seem really stupid for going along with any of this, even for a second. These aren't stupid people. Him calling out, uh, you guys say you were a Spanish group, but did you? Do you any of you know any Spanish? And none of them know any Spanish. No. They took a whole year of Spanish, but I took well over a whole year of Spanish, and I don't really know any Spanish, so it's not that out of the realm of possibility. It's truly not, especially with one year. And Chang it. was their teacher. Mm-hmm. And he and even Chang doesn't know any Spanish. Yeah, the doctor. This episode's meta because the doctor says a lot of things from like an audience perspective. They get to like bring up some of the things that don't quite make sense of the show. When he says, "Don't community colleges only last two years? Why are yeah. you all still here?" And Jeff's like, "Everyone's always saying that." Because I'm sure I think we talked about it earlier. Everyone was saying, "What are you gonna do after four seasons or whatever?" Yeah. And he says five to seven years, which is exactly the number of years that you probably want your TV show to go. <laughs> and Abed's still not saying anything, but he even looks like kind of concerned. Yeah. I guess maybe in Abed's mind, if he can go into the dreamatorium and be wherever he thinks he is, maybe all of that could have been him thinking he is wherever totally. he thinks he is. I don't know. Uh, and he is telling them that the only way for them to go back into society is to forget Greendale ever existed and <laughs> just move on. And it cuts to them all leaving for like a second and they're all kind of down. And then who is it that, yeah, Jeff, of course, says, wait, give me a break. And they go right back in because it made absolutely no sense. Meanwhile, the doctor's trying to escape by window. <laughs> it's like, I had to riff a little bit, but I think it worked. They pull him back in, and all of them have very, very good, reasonable things to explain how what they said could not in any way be true. Annie's <laughs> literally carrying a Greendale backpack. Abed has a thousand pictures on the campus, and Shirley has a family that she goes home to every day. <laughs> it's hard to remember that these characters exist outside of Greendale sometimes, but yeah. they do. They have lives. How is that all a, psycho- a psychotic event? Pierce runs in much later. Get him! Pierce and Chevy obviously have no idea what's really going on, so he's just, yeah, get the guy. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, "Uh, okay, Uh, he goes the lost route. Greendale's purgatory, and you're all dead, and I'm the devil. 
And Troy gets another funny moment. He's like, I knew it. But it's just because he can be told anything in that convincing voice and he'll just believe it. And it's also a little bit lazy writing that then the doctor just spills the beans immediately of everything that's ap- that's yeah. actually going on. The, the, you could have had them leave, get to Greendale, and figure this out a little bit on their own. Because mm-hmm. now we're getting to the point where I felt like the ending of this episode was really rushed. And yeah. kinda, it kind of fizzled out. I agree. What did you think of the joke about the guy referring to Abed as Indian? And then saying, I'm a fake psychiatrist, not a fake ethnologist. That was a lame joke. Yeah. You know, we don't need to make, we don't need to make jokes about like brown people looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. But he tells them everything that's actually going on, kind of jumping the gun on, uh, you know, letting them actually show instead of tell, which I always prefer in in, in things like this. And they're going to be doing more episodes, so they could have started the next episode that follows down this thread the chang dynasty episode the week after next uh they could have like set it up well for that to where like now they're on the trail totally and now they're gonna go figure out what's going on i don't know or like even they could have seen like on his desk he has something corn chips yes they 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 remember as a group that uh uh that chang is crazy and that he would be crazy enough to do this and we see a couple examples of him being crazy and study group members being around to see him being crazy the first being yes he's snorting corn chips they were very clearly chips and look at him can you tell why i would have thought that they would be doritos you know cheese doritos no they're orange you've clearly never crushed up Doritos with what looks like a toilet paper roll. <laughs> oh, it's a credit card. I see. Yeah, a, a toilet paper roll. That'd be it like the least angle. effective way to. Cut. I know. Uh, I really like that he pulled a Pulp Fiction after he snorted. He's like, I said, God damn. That's what Emma <laughs> Thurman says in in Pulp Fiction after she snorts <laughs> the heroin. Uh, Annie walks in on this really weird thing going on with Chang and Garrett, <laughs> where he has Garrett in a bodysuit laying in like a sensory deprivation tank, and he's trying to predict future crimes. <laughs> it's a really funny visual. This episode was a good Garrett episode. Yeah, I love that Garrett boy. Bits. I think mm-hmm. we finally saved him. Hey, this and time. then Chang just uh, tasing himself in the balls twice. Uh, to figure out something unknown, and mm-hmm. he's in, like, gynecologist stirrups at the same time. Yeah. But, again, we've said this before. Ken Jong has such comedy chops whatever. that just, like, a couple of the huge players on this cast, he can just make anything hilarious, and he does. <laughs> the way he, like, recoups from the first one, he's like, again, <laughs> you're weak. And that Abed just has to be there watching so they can be remembering <laughs> it is also pretty funny. Yeah. And it's funny, kind of, also a little silly, uh, that while they were remembering Chang being crazy, the fake doctor snuck away, which is another thing that feels weird about the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Nothing Why? happens to the doctor. He just gets away. It's not like he's still a part of the plot later in the season. Mm-hmm. They could have, like, bested him in some way, and he could have yeah. gotten in trouble or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little strange. Yeah. 
And they kind of regroup and decide their next plan. And there's a really awkwardly placed, like, group hug to put the episode together. But it really doesn't feel like there's any of that usual... Like, last week, it ended abruptly but they had that moment where they were like even though things are so dark we're together yeah they like act like they're kind of trying to do that but there's no actual emotional resonance behind it sure and then yeah yeah of course the paintball line is funny we never needed another paintball and they didn't need to but the one we get's pretty good do you remember much about the last paintball i don't it's a good one it's like a espionage kind of thing nice Um, yeah it's a really good one i probably like it better I think season six, yeah, the season six paintball is a great one. You like it better than season two? I think I might like it better than any of them. Wow. From an episode perspective, as far as like production design and action and direction goes, Mm. the other two have it beat. But I think if I could watch any of them right now, I'd go right to season six. Wow. Yeah. They kind of just decide as a group that they're cured and hug each other because the episode needs to end. It's such a rushed ending, and I don't like it. And Mm -hmm. then we see Chang in the present for the first time this episode just because I feel like they felt they needed a button with him when he and the fake Dean should have had a little bit more of a presence in this episode to begin with. Uh, And the joke that ends the episode, uh, something about like he's handed a drink and he gets yelled at, or no, he gets handed a drink and he yells at the guy that handed him the drink. And that's the end of the episode. And it just feels like such a weird button for the episode. It doesn't feel like an ending at all. And yeah. Community, usually even on a bad, or not bad, but a less than stellar episode, where like somehow they bring it together at the end for a nice moment. I and thought they that was maybe hear. like a reference to something that I didn't get. Maybe it, it is. Like, but pitches, it's pitches, pitches. Thank you, Megan. Still a like weird a way for the episode to end. I yeah. don't know. And, of course, we get a Troy and Abed in the morning nights to nice. to wash that taste out of our mouth. And it sure does, doesn't it? Yeah, I love the nice same tag. I thought it was great. I like that they've got what they would they this is gonna be my stupid showing. Is that the type of glass is 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 decanter the right word for this kind of thing? What does that mean? Um, do you not I know? Think that I thought might you were be. smart. I don't think that's exactly... Or is decanter what you pour it out of, like the crystal that you pour it out of? Well, because there's a canter and a decanter. It is. A decanter... <laughs> is it really? I think or so. Or did you just make that up? No, well, I obviously there's, there's a canter and a decanter and a pro-canter. <laughs> yeah. uh, a decanter <laughs> is a vessel that is used to hold I'm liquid. I'm anti-canter. So uh, a decanter are the fancy crystal things that you hold it. So I was okay. wrong. Those are like the glasses that you would pour like a, a stout into. Absolutely. And since it's chocolate milk, it kind of looks like a stout. Yeah. There's some good like deep like kind of chocolatey stouts mm-hmm. like that. Uh, the phone calls are really funny, especially Annie calling in and being really calm. And hey, guys, first time, long time. And then the way she loses it after they <laughs> fall asleep. Uh, Allison Bree said on the commentary, and sometimes it's a little hard to tell when they're joking and when they're being serious, but mm-hmm. she said that that's not her voice. Mm. It sounds, and I paid sounds really close like to, her. I always, on the phone, okay. it sounds like her. I always watched the episode once without doing anything just to absorb it. Then I watched the episode a second time with commentary and kind of multitask and read background on the episode. And then the last time I watched it to come up with trivia and the 
third time I watched it, I really tried to pay attention, and it sounds uncannily like Allison. Yeah. But they were, like, making fun of it on the commentary, saying it doesn't sound like her. And we don't see her at all, so maybe it was a bit that they added and Annie wasn't, or Allison wasn't on set. I don't, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I have no Write idea. Write us in. Tell us what you think. Hashtag, is it Annie or ain't it Auntie? Come on the show. Let's talk about it, fake Annie. And that's the end of the episode. Uh, again, it's a very season three episode where it's a mixed bag that's filled with both some of the funniest moments in the entire series and some of the like really grasping for straws storyline wise, I feel like. Uh, how do you feel about this episode now that we're finished talking through it? I think it's a little bit messier than I originally thought, but I still like it. It's almost the exact same as last week, right? I walk away enjoying the episode. I feel like they're two parts of each other. They go well mm -hmm. one after the other, but they're both a little half-baked. Yeah, I like this one more than last week's, though. I thought this I one think was really I agree, funny. but not, uh, not astoundingly more. Yeah. Let's wrap Fair. this thing up. As I often say in episodes like this, in an episode that left some stuff to be desired, I think I know where you're going to go go with this but yeah who was your mvp i'm going to give honorable mentions to the dean because he was really great in his stuff absolutely and i think brita and pierce were also really funny in this one but for me it's an easy troy episode i think he had all the funniest jokes and without in an episode where there wasn't one person that was more essentially important other than abed but abed didn't talk but the whole time he doesn't time. do anything yeah yeah i think that this was a an easy one for donald to really steal the show which he does all the time anyway, but this one, like, I, he had all the jokes. His delivery was perfect in pretty much all of them, and I think he, he was my MVP this week. I am in 100% agreement with you, both in my honorable mention being the Dean, but the fact that it's really just that one little bit of clips, even mm -hmm. though it might be my favorite part of the whole episode, it's not enough yeah. to give it to him. Troy is really on fire this week uh, from the beginning to the end tag. Really, really good Troy stuff. Super funny. I'm getting excited to see who's going to win it. Our, I am too. It's going to be a lot MVP. closer than the other seasons. That's for sure. It's going to be really close. And it's always a little close, but I think it's going to be really close. Mm -hmm. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Next week, guys, we're talking about, oh, what's the episode called? Digital Estate Planning, which is a good episode. Digital it's, Estate Planning. I was not looking at my Zoom screen when you started <laughs> that, and that just scared the shit <laughs> out of me it's a great episode it's the 8-bit video game episode where they're tr where it has to do with like pierce's inheritance uh yeah. gus from breaking bad shows up as pierce's like illegitimate brother i think mm -hmm. i'm really excited to talk about that one i remember it fondly it feels weird that it comes right after this episode because even though it doesn't have anything to do with green i don't think it has anything to do with greendale no i think I it's think like so. a totally removed thing i almost feel like it should have come before, before this one it could have been in like the two months in between uh, so it'll be interesting to see how it fits in and doesn't fit into the storyline but that being said as it, as its own episode i really enjoy it and i'd love for you guys to come be a part of our podcast by emailing us in your trivia your episode mvp and your favorite funny moment you can send that over to can't disappoint podcast at gmail.com and also 
If you like what we do here and want to help us take it further, you can do that by supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Starting at $5, you can get all of the bonus content we do, the weekly live You Can't Disappre show. And starting at $10 and up, you can get recognition from us. You can get shout outs on the show every week. You can get postcards. It's a lot of fun. I, I think some of the best work that we do is over there often. So if you like this and you want to help us take it further and also get a little more out of it, Patreon. Check it out. Steven, where can the people find us elsewhere? Um, you can also get in on the action by talking to us over on Twitter over at You Can't Disappod. We're also on Instagram under the name Can't Disappoint Podcast. And then we are also found on YouTube and the Facebook under the entire name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. We really appreciate everybody that listens to us every week. Uh, we're having a little bit of an uptick in, in first week listenership lately, Ooh. and I really appreciate that. If you're finding us, if you've stuck with us from the beginning, I think, I don't know, I'm happy to have you guys here. It means a lot to us, and it's still, even after like a year and a half, is pretty surreal that there's people listening to us do this every week, and that it's not just a fun thing that we do every week. Yeah, it's great. I love that we get to share this with with you guys at home and we hope you're you're enjoying so keep on listening and we'll keep on talking well signing off from inside the dreamatorium black lives matter make sure you go home with a buddy tonight rapes up eight percent and we hope that all of your nightmares are spooky monster ones not grandma died ones i'm zach i'm steven and we love you we'll see you next week be good We'll miss you. We'll be thinking about you. Nice wet kisses with no pop filter from Stephen Baker for you. Have a great week, people. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye.